All right, this is the Big Kid Show. I am Brian, aka Mr. B, and thank you for kicking it with us, even if it's just for a little bit. With me today in the treehouse is Mini Marcus and Big Nick, and today we'll be playing Top Three. Thank you, boys and girls. We welcome and appreciate your thundering applause. Okay, gentlemen, today we're playing Top Three, and here are some general parameters. Each big kid, Marcus, Big Nick, and myself, will name and explain for you our top three choices for the topic, and we'll introduce them to you in the ever-popular 3-2-1 fashion. All right, today's top three topic is... Epic 1990s music videos. Oh, yeah. So these aren't necessarily our most favorite songs, but our top three most epic music videos that debut between 1990 and 1999. That's one decade for you, Mark. Only one? Yeah. (laughs) So interesting. We've got a couple little interesting tidbits before we get started here. The first documented music video dates back to 1894 when a sheet music publisher hired an electrician to synchronize live performance with a magic lantern that would show projected images. Ah. Yeah. So I mean, I saw that. I was like, that's way back there. Um, There have been many different modes and formats throughout the years involving film and music. As film technology improved and got cheaper and broadcast television grew in popularity, we started seeing more artists attempting music videos, including the Beatles in 1965 with We Can Work It Out which is considered the first music video on broadcast television. This media continued to grow in popularity for both musicians and the public until the debut of MTV in 1981 when they aired their first music video. Anybody know what it was? Video Killed the Radio Star by... I don't know. The (laughs) the Buggles. Buggles. Yes, but Nick, Big Nick, correct. MTV continued to grow in popularity and and other networks began to follow suit, including country music television and the chart show in the UK. With the addition and popularity of YouTube in 2005, this kicked off a whole new format for musicians and artists to get their music videos out to the public. And as it seemed to me, MTV and the other channels began showing less and less music videos and more and more crappy TV. So, okay, fellas, we drew straws earlier and Marcus... You're up first, then Big Nick, then myself. So let's get ready to kick your little brother out of the room, turn your TV up to 11, strike a pose, and let's get jiggy with it. Let's play top three epic music videos. Mini Marcus, you're up first. By the way, none of you guys better pick that video. I don't even know if that was 90s. Um, I got to say something before we even get started, and that is, man, this was tough. Like, I know how Nick feels about this, that it was just easy peasy and his three were laid out on a silver (laughs) platter in front of him. But I had like a clown car full of 90s music videos that I had to sift through. And man, it was close. It was close. So did you guys, Brian, did you have the same type of difficulty? So I I did too. I mean, and actually I, I, you know, I talked to uh, Big Nick briefly about this actually like a couple of weeks ago and in my head, I was like, oh, I got my videos. And then I started like kind of just digging in a little bit. And I was like, oh, wait, I forgot about that one. Oh, wait, I forgot about that one. And so at one point I had like a list of like 10. <laughs> and I was like, damn. Yeah. And so then I, I actually, I mean, it was kind of fun because I had to research all those videos again. So I was like, you know, on my phone, just watching music videos back and forth. And I'm like, well, that one was cool. But was it epic? You know, and like I, I would pick ones like, oh, that's a cool song. But the video was garbage, you know, so. Yeah, I thought it was difficult. For sure. All right, so I'll get us kick-started here. So this one, I, I don't know. 
I think because there's so many options, I don't even know where our choices are going to land in the spectrum for ourselves and how we'll compare to each other, but then also to everybody here listening to us. So let's get into it. So for my number three, I went with Foo Fighters, Big Me. Nice, buddy. You guys remember that song? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's the video that was the mock of the Mentos commercials. <laughs> now, if you remember yeah. in the 90s, there was quite a run on Mentos commercials oh, that we could they, not they get hot. off they our TV screens. And people were popping those things like, I don't even want to say what, like, um, but like, men- like Mentos, like Mentos. Yeah. That, uh, you know, I used to always think the, the commercials were so just like cheese ball and, and, you know, I actually liked Mentos, but I'm like, you now can I tell the, yeah, you can tell the <laughs> angle they're coming with from those commercials. And it was very like tongue in cheek, I think. But you also were like, or they're extremely serious and they think this is really good television. <laughs> so the fact that it got mocked in this music video to me is fantastic. And they had like three different scenarios in that video. So they had the girl parking and then she gets her car blocked in. And then you see the band all walk up in their uh, overalls and, you know, it looks like construction gear. And they end up picking up the, the car and moving it out of the Dave way. Dave can't lift up a car. I don't know. He did it in this video. Oh, it must it, have happened. It happened. Exactly. If it happened in the video, it happened in real life. And, uh, you know, they, they always shoot the little shot of the package while they pop one. And kind of, yeah, yeah, thumbs up at the camera and cheesy yeah. smile. Except it was Futos instead of Mentos, the fresh fighter. So, and then the second one was playing basketball on the street. And then they cross the street, except one of them, or Dave Grohl ties his shoes at the corner. And then when he goes to go across, there's a limo blocking the way. So he ends up climbing through the limo, gives a little the office look at the camera as he kind of goes through and then goes to the other side and looks back at the person in the limo and gives him the cheesy thumbs up. And then the kid that tries to sneak into the Foo Fighters show sneaks in, you know, doesn't let him in. And then he puts a bandana on and a guitar and you see that the band notice him. I don't know. I just thought it was hilarious. I thought it was like <laughs> super original, especially considering the 90s, how relevant yes. those those Mentos commercials were. Well played, Mark. Yeah, that was, was one that was one that was on my list of debatable. So glad you picked it. Go ahead, uh, Big Nick. It was a smart video, too. I yeah. remember when it came out, I was like, wow, this is really, really smart because it plays to what, as Marcus said, of commercials that we already knew were cheesy. We laughed at those commercials and then Foo Fighters took it a whole step further. And it was it was a great video. I do want to point out for the for the people that don't know Foo Fighters from back then. The look of David Grohl has changed dramatically since I mean, (laughs) he looked like marching band guy uh, back then. And now he looks like maybe a grizzled rock star. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's also funny. Like that's one of their softer songs. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. mean, it's not like really like a hard rocking Foo Fighters song that you normally hear. Exactly. I mean, it's like and I think str- that's what makes it so funny too, oh, yeah. because like, like it is oh, kind yeah. of that cheesy, oh, yeah. like yeah, yeah, very like swing. And it's funny because I actually read that fan, and I don't know why people do this. Fans started throwing Mentos at them when they were performing live. I read. Oh, that's what you want. Oh, yeah, like, that's what you want. He's like, Dave like, yeah, he's like, it's like getting hit by pebbles. And I'm like, who would think that's a good idea? Like, let's go to the Foo Fighters show and throw Mentos at them. No <laughs> wonder he hawked up. Oh, yeah, yeah, he had to bulk up there so he didn't get exactly. hurt. Exactly. He's some thicker skin. 
So, but it did get nominated for uh, MTV Music Awards, uh, the 96 Awards, and the only one it did win, there was five that it was uh, recommended for, but it only won Best Group Video, but it did win an award. So, that's what I got. Well played for pick number three. Yes. All right. So, Big Me Foo Fighters. All right, Big Nick, your number three epic 90s music video. Well, thank you, kind sir. All right, my number three is from the 1993 album Bat Out of Hell 2. Yes. Back into Hell. It's Meatloaf. I'd do anything for love, but I won't do that. (laughs) This video is epic for so many reasons. One, just in length alone, it's tough to beat. The album version of this song is 12 minutes long. The music (laughs) video is almost eight minutes, and the radio version was just over five. This video dropped on August 30th, 1993, and whether you liked it or not, eventually the song and video, well, they were everywhere. As I Do Anything for Love reached number one on the charts in 28 countries. But I won't do that. (laughs) To this day, it is still number 11 on MTV's Top 100 Videos of 1993. And Meatloaf sat at the top of the charts with Anything for Love here in the U.S. for five straight weeks. And it was the lengthiest song to reach number one in the U.K. since the Beatles' Hey Jude. Hmm. And Amazing pick. Amazing pick. You like that one, don't you? Oh, I, I, I watched that video, I think, in the past month four times because I was like, I love meatloaf. <laughs> and funny little side note, when I thought of it in my head, I thought that came out in like 88. I don't no. know why. Just in my head, no. I was like, oh, that's too early. And then I looked it up. Sure enough, it was right in the wheelhouse. But that actually wasn't even on my list. But man, that is a quality, quality choice. Big I big. would do anything. <laughs> And well, it's, I'll tell you it's what. tough to get a, a long, like like you said, it's tough to get a long song popular. Yes. I mean, he, right? he, was, because, he was opera rock, man. It was like, yeah, radio I mean, either like loved it or three you hated to four it. minutes max and then move along. Well, to save myself from having to get too descriptive about the, the, the video itself, the idea of the video is pretty genius, I think. It's a combination of Beauty and the Beast and the Phantom of the Opera. So the video opens up with opening credits, which for me, boys, nothing is classier in music videos than either words at the beginning or words at the end of the video. And you know what? Well said, because that that's if I think Big Nick, I think classy. Well, and here's the thing, too, that you got to keep in mind. Back then, it was even classier, right? The thing that I loved about it back then, we couldn't pause live tv back then so when the video came on if they had words at the beginning or the end you only caught a glimpse of them and you were never able to read the entire thing that it was saying so every time it came on you would read a little more and a little more and finally you would have the entire the entirety of what they're trying to tell you so the opening credits in this video says i have traveled across the universe through the years to find her sometimes going all the way is just the start. Whoa. Classy, right? And right? deep. I don't even, my head just exploded. Well, if there's <laughs> any dudes out there that are struggling to put together their wedding vows for next weekend, you have mine and Meatloaf's permission to use that one right there. And actually, oh, we can make a call. We can actually have Meatloaf show up at your wedding if you need that. <laughs> Nick, no, Nick has his cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, following the opening credits is a police chase 
with the Beast character. Yep. He's a deformed man played by the one and only Meatloaf. 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 Careful. <laughs> Careful. Don't make the Meatloaf angry. Right. Well, uh, he's fleeing... <laughs> He's fleeing the police on his motorcycle. They are chasing him with cop cars and a helicopter, and they can't catch him, right? Because he's his 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 motorcycle skills are just too darn good. Eventually, he flees to like this mausoleum, and an officer goes in there to examine the structure, and the beast in his motorcycle comes crashing through the wall. The police officer goes down, his gun goes off. And a chandelier, which I don't know who was in charge of decorating this mausoleum, but it had a chandelier in it. It falls on top of the officer and kills him. So now Meatloaf, the beast character, is a cop killer. And a felon. That's right. He's on the run. (laughs) He's now killed a police officer through no fault of his own, mind you. He was just trying to flee them. We're not even certain why he's running from the cops to begin with. Can't blame a loaf of meat for that. Well, and here's here's one of the things too that that I love more so about the song than the video, right? So the the song is "I Would Do Anything for Love." Okay, that's one of the first lines of the song itself. You could just stop there, right? You you don't need to spend seven and a half minutes parsing out for us exactly what you mean by I would do anything yes, for love. you do. <laughs> but one of the early lines is he says, I would run right into hell and back, which I love that line. It's a bit funny. It's like if your wife said to you, what would you do for my love? And you're like, hey, you see that haunted house over there? I'd run in, run right out. <laughs> right. I'd run in there and I'd turn right around and run right back out. I'd be going. I, I'll go you in for five seconds. <laughs> you wouldn't stay in there and fight the flames? No, no. Let's check it out and be like, this is dangerous. I'm out. That's, that Satan guy's a real dick. Now let's get into why this video is so epic, my friends, right? Okay, so first off. Oh, you didn't ac- already explain it? Because <laughs> that oh. was the-, <laughs> the actress. He's just getting started. The actress in the video is the very sexy fashion model, Dana Patrick. But the female vocalist is Lorraine Crosby. And not only does she have an incredible voice, but she's a beauty herself. She could have done the acting as well. But this is an epic video, right? Not only do you get the best singers, but you need some models for your video to be epic. It's the 90s, right? If the 90s taught us anything... One thing they taught us was sex sells. And when so, you look at meatloaf, all you can think of is sex appeal. Let's of course. Let's well, and he, he was super hot in a, a fight club. <laughs> well, here's the thing, too. We have a bathtub scene in the video, followed by Dana lying on a bed and ripped right from Bram Stoker's Dracula, the movie. Three sexy female vampires attempt to seduce the beauty on the bed. Then, of course, in typical beauty in the beast fashion, the beast is afraid to pursue the beauty. But eventually she pursues him. She catches up to him. She removes his hood, covering his face, caresses his face, and then kisses him. And then we see the beast is transformed back into his human form. And the two ride off together on the beast motorcycle, and they lived happily ever after. Epic, epic. Epic. 
Good stuff, my friends. Extra epic. Yes. And even when you, your description, I, I, I kind of want to, can we take a five minute pause? I want to go watch that. <laughs> I, that I don't know if it's better than Mentos, yeah. but it was pretty epic. It's pretty good. Well, it's an eight minute video, so you're going to need yeah. more than five yeah, minutes. That's, you're going to need a couple Mentos to get you through that one. <laughs> great pick, Big Nick. Great pick. I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. Bye. Mom, meatloaf. <laughs> All right. So, with my third pick of 1990s epic music videos from the greatest album to ever be released in the 90s, Please Hammer, Don't Hurt Them. You Can't <laughs> Touch This, MC Hammer. And tell me you don't want to go put on your hammer pants right now and dance around your kitchen. I'll be right back, guys. I'm going to yes. go put my pants on. All right. So, doing my research. I even I was like, all right, there's no way I'm picking MC Hammer. There's no way I'm picking it. Watched it. I mean, that song has been, I mean, how much has been crammed down your throat? You've seen it in, I actually looked it up. It's been in like, like 500 movies, like little clips. And the most of them are the crappiest movies ever. Uh, let's just, if you want me to rattle off a few awesome ones. Could you, yeah. Could you go through the list of 500 for us, please? Yeah, I can, I'll do, I'll do 10 just to make it quickly short. if you can. Yeah. So <laughs> hot shots featuring, um, what's uh, his name? Charles Sheen. Dude. I mean, Hey, these are Chaz all like, Sheen. these are like B lowbrow blockbusters. Uh, hey, but, I like hot shots. Bubble hot boy, shots. Euro trip, white chicks, shark tail, tropic thunder, fast and furious seven, uh, enter the fists. Charlie's Angels Full Throttle, uh, two of the Transformers movies. Mm. Me. Two. Me in the beginning. Yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, my man, and it's just so you know, his real name is Stanley Burrell, goes by MC Hammer. Do you guys know where he got that <laughs> nickname from? Oh, shoot. I, I knew this at one time. Um, okay. He was a a ball boy for a baseball team. If and it has something to do with that. If you can name the baseball team, you get $12. He was a ball boy for... Uh, da, 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 hang on. Stay with me. Stay with me. Three. I'll go with Two. the Atlanta Braves. Boo. Oakland A's. Oakland. Oh, that's but, right. But I mean, where he got the name was he looked a lot like Hank Aaron as a kid. Right. And so they called him Hammer and Hank. Hammer. MC Hammer, there you go. And it was a famous ball player that gave him that name, too, wasn't it? Yeah, and I couldn't find who it was, but I remember hearing that even back in the 90s. That it was, And actually, I even read more that a bunch of those players later on, as he got older, helped finance his career early on. I'm going to go with it was Ricky Henderson, because I really I, like Ricky Henderson. I like Henderson. Ricky Henderson, too. <laughs> So uh, this came out, this was released January 13th, 1930. So I barely made the cut by like 13 days. Um, if you guys remember the video, everyone learned the hammer dance. Oh, yeah. Uh, the running man, the bump, and his amazing tight hairpin turns. Mm. Ooh. And so <laughs> if you, you remember like the 15 second or that he'd do like a 15 second dance where he like, uh, him a time. Do, 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 do. And he would do that dance. The director wanted to cut that out. What? Um, and MC Hammer said later on, like he fought for it and it ended up getting stuck in the vid video. Cause it was like 15 seconds of dancing, which was unheard of in 1990. Mm -hmm. I mean, you didn't just have Ooh. blank space basically. 
But yeah, that, that's he would do the, the the hammer dance from side to side and then in, back to the middle and then spin. Yep. yep. Oh, I loved it. Patented yeah, move. Oh, I, I, I might need to take five minutes and do my hammer dance just because I got to break it down. <laughs> and all you can see the whole time he's dancing is pants. Right. And so when I Pants lived, I lived in some uh, slightly sketchier apartments in 1990, and these the older <laughs> kids up the kind of row all were wearing hammer pants, and I thought they were the coolest kids in the world. Later on, those kids. they're probably not very cool now, but at the time, <laughs> I thought they were cool. I mean, so, they have multi-purpose, man. You could go, uh, what is it, air air gliding? Well, and. You guys, you know, in honor of the show, I think I'm going to order you guys some hammer pants. Get them, get them to you guys. Nice. Maybe we'll do a couple hammer MC Hammer pants photos. Who knows? I mean, it's it's just good times around. It's all out there. Yeah, <laughs> it's all out there. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but it did win. So at the end of the year, it won MTV Music Video Award for Best Rap and Best Video. So, yeah. And then we also- know. Single yeah, best performance good. I've ever seen on Arsenio Hall. Yeah, no, that's when it first aired, I believe. Was, yeah, that it, blew my mind. Yeah. And, and if you can get Arsenio Hall doing the fist bump, you know you got it made in the shade. All right. So, recap. Big Me, Foo Fighters for Big Mark. I do anything for love, meatloaf, Big Nick, and you can't touch this. MC Hammer mm-hmm. for, a bit, for Mr. B. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's p- move on to our second pick there. Mini Marcus. Fired up. Mini Marcus. I'm pretty sure I'm the tallest guy in this group. That's why, you're, that. that's why you're Mini Marcus. Exactly. All right. So I think I'm going to come way out of left field. I don't think you guys are going to see this. In in, in um, normal my fashion, this one just made the cut in the 90s. Like squeaked in at the end of the decade. Hmm. Not the century. The decade. Uh, well, you know what? Actually, it's technically, it was a century. century. All the same on the man. I cannot win when it comes to centuries of decades. This guy or this guy. Anyway, nobody right. uh, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. All right, so I'm definitely going to go a little bit of a direction. I may have been swayed a little bit by the song because I was a big fan of this band, but this this music video was pretty revolutionary in the fact that it blended a mixture of animation along with real life mm. so there was actually a blend of of two different kind of the suspense is killing me <laughs> so with my number two pick i'm going with corn freak on a leash all right so this was a video that was directed by todd mcfarlane who i'm personally a huge fan of um if you don't know todd mcfarlane you do if you know who spider-man is if you know who batman is if you know who spawn is he He, did a lot of mcfarlane's cousin right yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) third cousin maybe i don't know um comic book extraordinaire absolutely absolutely um extremely talented guy um but he actually did the artwork for corn's uh album and the the video was inspired from that album cover so basically the video starts off it's a cartoon there's a bunch of kids that look like they're like you know five six year olds and they're all running out of their house then they run past this kind of like police post like a guard watch and they're running up this hill to this hopscotch, which basically is hopscotch right to the end of a cliff, right? Yes. So it's like the da- most dangerous hopscotch alive. Exactly. Um, and what happens is they get un- interrupted by the officer 
and he falls and his gun falls. It hits the ground, fires a bullet accidentally. Looks like it's going right at the little girl who's on the cover of corn. And then it cuts to real life footage. And that's where it blasts through the corn poster and then into real life. And that's where it gets super, super cool. If you have not seen this video, you got to go check it out. It, it basically traverses all types of different landscapes where it's shattering different things, barely missing people. Um, the special effects, honestly, for a video were pretty revolutionary for the time. Was um, the, so sorry to cut you off, big, uh, yeah. mini Marcus. When was the, uh, what was the release date on that? I can't remember if you said that. 1999. Okay. So yeah, so, barely made the cut. You're right. Barely made the cut. Yeah. So at the bridge of the song, it then, the bullet then goes through a corn poster, which then starts to show the bullet bouncing around inside this room where the band is performing. And the room is just riddled with bullet holes all over the walls. And the cool thing is you can see the light in these like beams and, you know, almost like yeah. lasers, but beams of light that are reflecting off of the band. And the band has got like, you know, outfits that stuff's reflective. It really was actually pretty high tech. I mean, if you think about the way it, the video, it, it really was for '99. I agree because yeah, for sure, that was even one that was on my list too, buddy. That was a that's a quality quality pick. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and you know, when when the bridge gets done, Jonathan Davis shouts "Go," and that's when the song really hits like the breakdown, and that sends the bullet back the way it came, um, where it basically returns back to the animated world. And the girl that it narrowly misses, the little girl from the album cover, catches the bullet and gives it to the policeman. Yeah. And then the bullet. Every, and, and everybody wins. Exactly. And you know what? What um, you learn from this is that if you play enough heavy metal, you can't get shot in the face by a bullet. Basically, yeah. Because Jonathan, exactly. Jonathan Davis just meddled that bullet out of his face. And he controlled, he mind controlled like Debo. Yeah. Mind controlled that bullet. <laughs> well, and it's it's funny when I watched it, I remembered the cartoon and I forgot that it cut to the live scene stuff. So yeah. when I was watching it recently, this was like a couple of weeks ago, I was like, oh man, I completely forgot about that. And you're right. I mean, they even think ninety-nine was twenty-one years ago. Yeah. I mean that but it's I mean, that was pretty kind of high tech. I don't know if you want to that's the word to use, but it was something that you didn't see in videos at the time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it, I mean, it, it got some awards, so it, it won best editing and best rock video at the 99 MTV video music awards. Um, you know, and then it did in 2000, win a Grammy award for best short form music video. So obviously I'm not the only way the person that feels that way. It definitely had some yeah. accolades to, Mr. to bring Mr. Mr. Grammy thinks so as well. Exactly. <laughs> and honestly, I mean, it was one of those videos that, I mean, corn had kind of started to make a name for themselves, but. You know, if anybody listening hasn't really listened to a lot of like metal and stuff like that, mm -hmm. they they weren't like a household name. And that song was definitely one of the ones that put them yep. on the map. And, and part of the reason was that video. Not to sound hipster, but I was listening to Corn back in 95. Yeah, me too. I want to, <laughs> I want to live in the animated world. Me too. Yes. Especially that one that's it's constructed yeah. by Todd McFarlane. And it, right. it, and it ends up being happy at the end is fine. I mean, yeah. yeah I, but, but to be clear, I don't want to live in the Spawn animated no, world. That seems that terrible. That looks very scary. That yeah. looks terrifying. Yikes. <laughs> don't, be, don't be wimps. Come on, guys. That clown character was always freaking me out, man. Mini Mark will lead the way. We can, yeah. we can forge our way through and, the Spawn And worst world. case, Big Nick, I mean, he's, he's the tallest, so he'll take the bullets first. Then we'll be cool. <laughs> Human shield. Human shield. 
It would be an honor. Yes. We just got to find that little girl from the video and then she can catch the bullets and, you know, <laughs> turn them into dust. We'll be good to oh, go. Great so. pick, Mini Marcus. Freak on a thank leash you, by corn. All right, Big Nick, let's hear number two. All right. For my number two, I'm going all the way back to a January 1992 video release from The King of Pop. Remember the Time by Michael Jackson. The song was only four minutes long, but the video, for some reason, was much longer at nine minutes, and it is set in ancient Egypt. The song reached number three on the charts. This is the second single off of Michael's eighth studio album, Dangerous, Mm -hmm. and this is, there's some dispute over who the song was about or written for. The co-writer, Teddy Riley, said that he was inspired to write the song after hearing Michael describe falling in love with his soon-to-be wife, Debbie Rowe. And Michael, in typical wacko jacko fashion, well, he when the song was released, he said that he dedicated the song to Diana Ross, which everybody knows he... I, I think he wanted to be Diana Ross. <laughs> that's that's a, a valid point. A valid point. Now, I love the song, but I really picked this one because the video is is very cool. It features two of my favorite superstars, Eddie Murphy and Magic Johnson. What you talking These, about, Shrek? That's right. <laughs> the video was star-studded. Let's not forget that Michael Jackson alone in 1992. Look, from 1982 it, for the next like 10 years, Michael was probably the biggest thing on the planet. And then we have Eddie Murphy, who plays the Pharaoh. And Michael is this hooded, mysterious wizard guy who catches the queen's eye. Eddie has one speaking part, and he does a slight variation of his Prince Akeem Jaffer voice. <laughs> from. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, the queen is played by I-Man. So this is, she's a famous Somali model and actress. Yes, yes. And that's right. Again, it's the 90s. You can't have a big epic music video without models. And I-Man was big time. I-Man is the widow for the late and great, nay, one of the greatest of all time, David Bowie. Then you have... Right. I've, right? I forgot about that. Well, and also, anytime that you can rock around and you have one name, you've, you're, you're there. One name. <laughs> right. I mean, think of the people that have true. one name. Sting. Bono. I man, that's it. That's <laughs> well. And if you guys Sorry, remember the video, you remember Magic Johnson. He obviously one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Who's like three times the size of Michael Jackson. He works for the Pharaoh, and he's like in charge of hunting down Jackson and disposing of him, so the Queen does not fall in love with this wizard who just so happens to be an amazing <laughs> dancer and one snappy dresser. <laughs> Michael, Michael in the video is wearing long sleeve, a uh, long sleeve golden shirt covered by a gold medal Phoenix breastplate, black pants and boots, and a see through kilt that looks like it was made out of bubble wrap. <laughs> so, and it's 1992, so it's the long hair Michael Jackson at yes, this yeah. time. Now, everybody should watch this video and pay attention to the extremely awkward kissing scene. With Michael Jackson and I Man, I mean, it's, it's it looks like <laughs> it's, it's very I, awkward. I remember it's a little rough looking. Yeah. And don't forget, Tiny 
from WWF Zeus fame and the movie Friday is in this music video uh, as well. Bike. Yeah. yeah. Get off yeah. my bike, punk. And last but not least, if you want to see Magic Johnson wearing eyeliner, this may be your only opportunity. That's your uh, yeah, your only chance. Maybe better off without it. But I, no, I I, I think so. Yeah, that's you're right. I mean, just the way you described that, epic. I mean, it was that's that's a film. Yeah. That's a film. Big yeah, stars in that video. Yeah. Big stars. There's a lot of moving parts. I mean, and and like you said, Michael was huge at that point. I mean, right? You know, now we won't get into the weirdness that becomes yeah, 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 Michael yeah, yeah, Jackson. Yeah. That's but not what this is about. Exactly. Yeah, it's about the video. About. It's about the video. It's about the video. So, no, I remember seeing that as a kid. I mean, at that point, I was, so you said it was 92? Right? 92. Yeah, so I was like 11. Yeah, so I mean, it's, because like, it, it was one of those things, it was probably one of the first videos that almost started to make a video seem like a film, or like yeah. a little mini miniature film it, that kind of had its, it, its yeah. own plot. Yeah, but you know? remember he did Thriller in 1982, 10 years earlier. True. And Thriller, it, That's Thriller, true. I will argue this to the death, my greatest friend. Greatest music video it, ever. It's the greatest music video of all time. And, and, and it by itself is, you can get the extended version of Thriller. And I yeah. think it's what, like 15, 20 minutes long? Like, yes. Well, and, and I think I, we talked about this before. A, vid, a VHS tape we used to rent for Blockbuster was the making of Thriller. We used to rent yeah. that like every other week, like me and my brother and my mom. So, <laughs> right. I mean, it's it's good watch just the making of that. So that shows you how good it was. Quality choice, Big Nick. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. All right. So we got Remember the Time, Michael Jackson. So for my second pick, I'm going to go with one that's so epic. To me at the time was why it was epic was smells like teen spirit by Nirvana. Nice. That was so, on my very close yeah. list. So when I saw this as a kid, so this was September 10th, 1991. I probably saw it a week after it was released and I just, my jaw dropped. I was like, like the teen angst and the, you know, just rage and all the stuff in the video. And if, if you guys remember, the video was shot in a high school. I thought you were describing yourself. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> teen angst. Yeah, I was angry. I was, I was an angry young little lad. Um, but you know, they're they're in a school. Um, they have like all the kids. It's kind of like a generic pep rally. Nirvana's playing. There's like these um, cheerleaders with anarchy things on their uh, shirt. Well, as a teenager, you're like, that's the coolest pep rally I've ever seen. Right? Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. so, you know, I just, I fell, and that's when, I mean, that's when I fell in love with Nirvana, honestly. It's just, I love the attitude and their style and all that stuff. So when I saw the video, I, that was it for me. Like, I. Well, was, I think it was so different too, because I mean, videos up to that point, well, even look at the Michael Jackson one. It was a lot of polish. It was a lot of... Yeah. Um, you know, very mainstream. Let's not do anything. I mean, there was always exceptions, but the 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 really stuff the stuff that really blew up was wasn't that um, grungy. Like yes. the I mean, Nirvana looked like nobody had showered in that music video for weeks. Well, and, and you know, it's funny. So again, because I didn't know this, I thought it was something that they had shot over a period of time. So uh, like the like two weeks before the video at a sh local show, Nirvana handed out flyers saying, hey, we need you guys to come because we're doing a, a video shoot. Right. Yeah. Like so they just like basically said, we're not going to pay you. You got to come. So every and it's a dress up as a high school kid. 
So all the kids, you know, showed up, not kids, but they probably were, you know, teens, early 20s. And they were thinking they were just going to kind of shoot a quick video. Well, they were there for 12 hours filming. Wow. So, you know, the scene at the end when they start smashing everything. Yep. That was unscripted. So what happened at at some point after 12 hours, the people, they were just pissed. You know, they were hungry and didn't want to be there. And they kind of just went nuts and they kind of just let them go. And they just smashed the set. (laughs) And I mean, that was completely unscripted. And it was just because they thought they were going to be on a video for like 20 minutes or 30 minutes. And it ended up being a half a day. Right. We, I need you to come here. By the way, I've locked the doors behind yes. you. You were all you were and, and side word. note, the uh, the cheerleaders. Nobody's getting out. The cheerleaders were hired from a local strip club. I don't know if you guys knew that too. I did not know that. <laughs> the, the, the cool. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. But I I thought I was so. This was something I was amazed by that when Nirvana recorded that album, very rarely did, did Kurt Cobain do multiple takes. So when they recorded the actual studio version of the song, they recorded three takes. And the one you hear on the album and the video is take two. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well, and I, the thing I really liked, I remember when I, because I've watched that video as well. And I, I loved how they started it. And it's just like a foot tapping to that yep. initial guitar part. Yeah, and then it kind of slowly comes out from the bleachers. And then right when it kind of hits with the drums and everything, you see the band. It's what it's kind of those small touches. I think that, I mean, cause sometimes when you think Epic music videos, you're like, it's gotta be big. It's gotta be, you know, fireworks and craziness, but it, it's sometimes it can be me. subtle things. It is actually, yeah. uh, your Hollywood <laughs> tastes, your Hollywood tastes, big Nick L- live simpler, man. Yeah, live we're, simpler. We're, we're local grunge, man. You're living in the Hills, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and funny you said that, uh, Mark, because even like my favorite scene is they show the janitor and he's just kind of yeah. he's kind of holding his mop, dancing a little. And yeah. I was like, that's that's it. Well, he's like squeezing out a rag and like the within the first like 20 seconds, who would think it's a good idea? Like, hey, guys, as soon as we show the band jamming, let's show the janitor squeezing out a dirty rag. And everybody's like, that's a great idea. So this was <laughs> and, and a you guys may uh, you might not even know the band, but. Uh, being me a into metal, the lead singer from Fear Factory was, was was an extra in that video. What Burton C Bell was uh, had an appearance in that video as one of the kids. Wow, I didn't know that. No, I didn't know that either. I of course <laughs> do, doing my research, and I was like, oh man, because I I mean I like Fear Factory, but just because yeah, Fear I like metal, a good band. But even so, in uh. December of 2019, so obviously before all the craziness broke out, uh, it hit a billion views on YouTube. A billion. A billion. Yeah. Wow. So I, w- yeah, I want to know how many priors the guy that played the janitor has. Oh, probably <laughs> probably six or seven. <laughs> Is he allowed or, to be around children? Uh, <laughs> hey, the guy that just picked Michael. That's for another show, Big Nick. Another the guy that just picked Michael so Jackson is not allowed oh, to make that yeah, comment. Yeah. I just got to right. tell you. Wah, but, um, wah, wah. The other thing is, though, that could also be now or at that time the coolest grandpa ever. Because if that was your grandpa and he's like, hey, kids, guess what? I was in a Nirvana video, immortalized. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, when I, when I, even when we talked about like this as a topic, you know, a month ago, that was the, one of the first videos that popped in my head because 
just what it meant to me as a kid. It was epic to me. So again, not necessarily epic because Nick obviously is Hollywood epic. It was just something that was huge. <laughs> hey, take take it easy, Hollywood Hills. TV. Take it easy, Hollywood Hills. <laughs> All right, recapping on uh, our, our number twos: Freak on the Leash Corn, Freak on the Leash Corn for Marcus. Um, remember the time, Michael Jackson, Big Nick, and Smells Like Teen Spirit, Nirvana for Mr. B. So our number one most epic music videos. Let's get it. Mm. All right, so mm. no pressure. This is um, don't jack it up. I'm, you don't don't mess this up. I'm gonna go a little more glitz and glam. So you, I'm, I'm gonna would. I'm gonna I'm gonna steer into Big Nick's lane here for a second. All right, all right. And it's a good uh, place to be. I think the probably the <laughs> best way that I can think to introduce this song, since we can't actually play it, is. Listen, all y'all, it's a sabotage. You gotta be Beastie Boys, sabotage. So, released in 94, directed by Spike Jones, and played extensively on MTV. It was a homage back to, and really kind of a parody of 70s crime drama shows, you know, like SWAT, Beretta, Starsky and Hutch, very like kind of classic 70s feel with the big hair and the mustaches. Um, and it's kind of shown in like a police, uh, police force, you know, kind of uh, viewpoint where you've got the three guys from the Beastie Boys dressed up like the police. And man, if you go back and watch that video, it is like all action. Those guys it's still awesome. <laughs> it's still awesome. And those guys must have like, they were already skinny dudes, but they must have burned thousands of calories filming <laughs> that video because my goodness, they were running and jumping across hoods of cars, chasing each other in hotel balconies, jumping across rooftops. You had Sir Stuart Wallace, uh, played by himself, which actually was, um, you know, MCA from uh, from Beastie Boys. Names Nathan MCA. Wind as Cochise, also by MCA. Vic Kofari <laughs> as Bobby, quote unquote, the rookie, played by Ad Rock. Um, and then you had Fred Kelly as Bunny, Alessandro Allegre as the Chief by Mike D. My um, name's Mike D, and I get respect. It was an unbelievable video. Like yeah, when I went jewelry back, is what I expect. <laughs> <laughs> when I went back and rewatched it, like because at first I honestly did not have it in my top three because I remembered it. I put it on my list, but I was like, I don't know if that one will really qualify. I remember it being kind of funny, but then I went back and watched it, and a I don't know if any scene plays for longer than. Oh, three or four it's seconds. Quick cuts. It's quick cuts. It's yeah. quick twitch. It's like, and there's so many different scenes, and just like the the little things, like you know, they dress up as the officers, they dump a body out of the car when they're all driving, which obviously is like a dummy, but it's a no. It was the same guy. It was the same guy that played the janitor and smells like. <laughs> you had uh, Sir Stuart Wallace coming out of the hotel room, and he gets passed by the uh, the bellhop or whatever on the hotel little you know motel balcony, and then he like sees somebody. It takes. There's just so many classic moments in it, and I guess there was actually a few scenes that got removed when it yes. was shown on MTV. I, I heard that like the, there was a knife scene they had to cut out yep. and. The, the body flying off the bridge, even though it was like clearly a dummy. Exactly. I, I saw because I even I saw the real video and the edit video. Yep. 
Yep. And, and like, even the, the, the one I mentioned with the guy getting thrown out of the car got taken out of the MTV version. Um, so, yeah. And, I mean, it got nominated for all kinds of awards. Like, when well, even video. if you remember, like, that's the song was only, it was under three minutes long. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I mean, it was just kind of, it came at you in your face, song's over, which is actually most Beastie Boom. Boy songs, kind of in your yep. face and you're done. But I, so love, like that I, I love that rock. pick. I love that pick. It's buddy. a great pick. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I want to, I want to go sabotage something right now. Well, and I think the, the you prize, guys, the best you guys part, in, let's go sabotage. I'm in, let's sabotage. The best thing that I think that's so ironic and hilarious about this is, so the fact that it was nominated for Video of the Year, Best Group Video, Breakthrough Video, Best Direction in a Video, and Viewer's Choice in 1994, and it lost in all five categories. Hmm. So when R.E.M. won Best Direction in a Video. Losing My Religion? uh, Yeah, MCA. (laughs) No, Everybody Hurts was the one. Oh, sorry, wrong one. Get it right, man. Come on. Listen to your R.E.M. song. I don't know how that that beat the sabotage. But... When the when the singer Michael Stipe was up there accepting the speech, MCA bum rushed the stage yes. in his disguise and interrupted it and to protest it. So he felt like he was sabotaged in the award well, show. And you know, he pulled a Kanye West like what yeah. was that, fifteen or sixteen years earlier than Kanye West even did it. So Beastie Boys ahead of their time. Absolutely, I, I love that video. That and that's still to my date. A top five favorite music videos to watch. It's, it's short. It's fun. To me, it's epic because it was funny, creative, and kind of energetic all at the same time. Big Nick hit me. Well, and you know what, Mark? What I love about that is, look, the geniuses always get nominated, never win the award, right? Exactly. Is that the way the world works? <laughs> that's, I think that's how it works. The geniuses get nominated, never win the award. I'm glad they didn't win. Yep. Hey, they, they they didn't hurt from it because Beastie Boys did not have any issues being popular. No. That's for sure. Listen up, y'all. It's a sabotage. <laughs> All right, Big Nick, let's hear your number one epic 90s music video. So I've been accused on this show of selling out, of going <laughs> Hollywood. Nobody's done that. Flashy, flashy. Accused of selling out. Smashy, smashy. By my best friends, by my good friends, right here in front of all the people. Who? Who? Put on the spot, accuse us. Look, here's what I did. All right. To me, I went with with the definition. Epic. Very great or large and usually difficult or impressive. That's what I was looking for when I put together this list. So for my number one. Yes, sir. Here we go. I went with Guns N' Roses, November Rain. Released Ugh. just four days after Valentine's Day in 1992. And in my opinion, this is the granddaddy of them all, the crown jewel. This music video is about life, love, and death. <laughs> the cost to make November Rain, one and a half million dollars. Oh, and God. remember what else I said is a requirement of an epic 90s music video? Models. And this video featured Stephanie Seymour, who at the time was Axl Rose's real-life girlfriend. And they pretend to get married together in the November Rain video. In the cold November Rain. <laughs> she, was a, she was famous for being a Victoria's Secret model. And What's that? The fu- so... <laughs> I always thought I always thought that they were married, but they never got married. They were engaged at one time. Married, 
Come on, man. And they yeah, split you, up. And you don't when they split don't up, Axel. Axel sued her. He took her to court. Wow. Because he, he claimed that she physically attacked him and that she stole $100,000 worth of jewelry from him. And her response to that was she countersued him and said he was an abusive boyfriend and then found other women to come forward and say that he abused them as well. So a stable relationship. Cold November rain right yeah. there. In the end, I think they settled out of court for an undisclosed amount of money. I, what I think probably happened is they probably, I bet you both sides called off the dogs. <laughs> in my opinion, I bet you Stephanie Seymour is half as crazy as Axl Rose, and that's crazy enough to get you locked up anywhere. Yeah. Yep. So <laughs> what we have here, though, too, that I love about this video, Ricky Rackman. Ricky Rackman. Ricky wow. Rackman. I haven't heard a, that name. In he ages. was a guest. He was a guest at the wedding, and he was also the host from 1990 to 1995. He was the VJ yeah. host for it's a big deal. Headbangers Ball, which yeah. is one of my favorite shows. Oh, yeah. And we have multiple guitar solos by the one and only Slash. And at Slash one point, he, awesome. he just, like, in the video, he's like, you know what? You see this Les Paul that I just shredded you to ribbons with? Okay, I'll just toss it over a cliff because I'm deal. done playing it. Don't worry about Slash. it. That's he can right. do that. That video made me buy a Les Paul, just so Slash you know. Slash is the man. <laughs> and, I still, well, and I still own that Les Paul to this day. Actually, uh, little mini Marcus has played that Les Paul. I so that it's Les still Paul floating plays. around in America right now. Slash can do whatever he wants to do. He can. Look You're at that right. top hat. You're right. He can. My favorite part of the video, though, is that uh, for some reason... Axl Rose is dressed like a pirate throughout the entire video. <laughs> and at one point, at one point, he's drinking a highball that looks like it's full of it's a highball of like Theraflu or something. I have no idea what's in that glass. He's got sinuses, man. Yeah, he's dressed like a pirate drinking a highball of Theraflu <laughs> playing a piano between an orchestra and about 10,000 fans. It's very bizarre. I don't know what the hell's going on. But th- that is my number one. I, I love the song. I love the video. Always have, always will. That's well, no. I will be the uh the first one to be Johnny Buzzkill on this because okay. probably it's nothing really to do with the video, because I do agree with you. The video I do remember being very epic. Ricky Rackman's uh, in it. But man, I don't know if it's because of the amount of times this song got played. I hate that song oh harsh God, i hear that shots song. fired shots fired Nick, i literally up. have to turn the channel i can't do it i like oh. guns and roses i like guns and roses i like axel i like slash i hate that song and i think it's because it has nothing to do with well not nothing to do but it, it's a it's a stark departure from a typical guns and roses track but uh, but that, uh, but I can't let that sully the video, which is what it's all about. And you and are correct there. You're absolutely right, Nick. Well, that, and, that and definitely is an epic video for sure. And, uh, and go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead, Big Nick. I it was, about that slash it part. was in my defense. It was listed as the number one video for uh, that year for 1992, uh, and still to this day by MTV. And I do remember it stayed at the top of the charts on MTV for a long time. And it might be, it's funny that we referenced losing my religion earlier, because I think that was the video that finally knocked it off, uh, off of the MTV number one oh, spot. Okay. But what was weird is as popular as this song was, and Mark is totally right. It was so overplayed. And, and, and I'm, he, he was right. I, I was a huge guns and roses fan for many years. 
and the song being played so often turned me off from the band for a while myself. But I was surprised the song never reached number one here in the United States. I thought for certain with how much they were playing, it was never. No, on the charts, it only reached number three was the highest it ever got. Do we know? did become number one on MTV, though. Do we know what was number one then in 92? Does anybody have that on their? I just would be curious what was topping that. Uh, at the time on the billboard charts yeah i don't have that and and i i frankly really only paid attention to the mtv yeah music video because you're right because that song marcus has something to chime in too but i felt the same thing as early on i was like that video is awesome but because in 92 i watched mtv like daily and i after a while i was like i can't watch this video anymore because it was on every day and the other the other big songs at the time that would have been rock and roll. So you got to keep in mind at that time, you're getting a lot of R and B and a lot of pop songs were probably taking over that number one and number two spot. But around the same time, the big rock and roll songs were silent lucidity, Queensryche losing my religion, REM. And then shortly after that, I think was enter Sandman Metallica all right around the same time. That's that's some harsh competition. Ain't nothing but a G Definitely. thing, baby. Too low down, can't get crazy. Oh. I was flipping into cover song mode. Yes. Here we go. Uh, all right, so Nick, awesome pick there with November. And that one, I mean, to me, that was another one that was on my list. And I just, I debated back and forth because most epic video, I mean, it was, it was basically a movie. I mean, the amount of money they spend was so much money. That makes it epic. So great pick. Marcus, you had, you had anything to add to that, buddy? No, no. I think, um, I mean, like I said, it's it's a definitely a, a quality choice. So, nice, and good pick, Big Nick. Uh, yes. All right. So, for my number one pick, unfortunately, the, the wind out of my sails has been deflated because Mini Marcus picked my pick already. Sa- ah. Sabotage by the Beastie Boys as my number one. Mm, good Same, show. I mean, and I don't even know what I can add to it because Mini Marcus said it all. The only thing I can add is he sabotaged I, you. Yeah, he, and actually, that's a perfect fit for the end. Is listen up, yo! I just got sabotaged by my best friend. Sabotage. <laughs> Sorry about that, buddy. But I, yeah. I, 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 doing my research there, uh, Marcus. I looked at it and I found where the lyrics came from. And so when they were recording an album earlier, they felt like they were getting sabotaged by one of their engineers, this guy named Mario Caldado Jr. Mm. Dude, he kept getting oh, never liked him. Never yeah, liked. He, him. he kept getting frustrated because they were they were like working real slow. So they wrote the lyrics about sabotage because they they felt this guy was just sabotaging. I'm like, oh, that's fine, that's good, move on. Even though it was shitty. Wow. And, and that's where the lyrics came from. That's good to know. Yeah. yeah. And no, actually, and actually, the do you know where the theme from the video came from? What's that? So they did a photo shoot for just an album, and they dressed up in that attire. And and they kind of they pitched that to Spike Jones, and he was like, wow. "I'm on board. Let's do it. Let's do this '70s cop theme." And yeah. there you go. And it's funny, all my like other ones I looked at, Spike Jones as the director was on like half of them. Yeah, he's he's. I mean, got I some- mean, he he was doing a lot of music videos in the '90s, and it was very kind of like artsy and creative yeah. and all that stuff. And so, I mean, that kind of is like the tying thing with epic for some of the videos at least that i had so right no it's uh it's funny because that in 2009 
at the MTV Music Awards. I get, I feel like that's probably when MTV kind of was already like went to crap. The, yeah, kind of went to crap. But because um, MTV, man, like in the nineties, if you weren't on MTV, you weren't on. Like that was it. Right. Yeah. I mean, that was the, the platform, but I guess they created a best video that should have won. A oh movie. yeah. They, they got that one. Yeah. So they got that one. Um, and then one other thing, uh, Amy Poehler, I don't know if you guys are familiar with her actress. She's oh yeah. From, uh, Saturday, and Rec and Saturday Night, Night Live. Live. Yeah. yeah. So I guess she reviewed the music video in the Beastie Boys book in 2018 and she made a bold statement. And people out there can choose to judge it themselves. But she said, and I quote, there would be no Anchorman, no Wes Anderson, no Lonely Island, and no channel called Adult Swim if this, if this video did not exist. Wow. That's a lot of bold yeah. statements. But-, well, it, but it was like like you said earlier, Marcus, it was it was kind of like intuitive and creative and like t- kind of taking a, a spin off this in this quick cut kind of video which just made it so cool i mean i that that's to me what what made it so epic was all that stuff together you know i mean sure. obviously hollywood big nick over here he's we had a different route but <laughs> you know but that's but that's why we all have different tastes so we all have different tastes in the treehouse here you know absolutely so absolutely. I, when you said that at the beginning of pick one i went oh marcus you dirty dirty pirate but yeah, i kind of wondered it happened well, and it's so. funny also uh i don't know if you guys know the movie train spotting yeah, oh, but, yes. Uh, Hit me with that. Yeah. So uh, the director, Danny Boyle from Train Spotting, said the energy from that video was a huge influence on the opening credit sequence from Train Spotting. When they're running. Yeah. It, it was exactly with that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So. Yeah. Oh, man. So recapping our first picks Sabotage Beastie Boys by Minnie Marcus. Um, Cold November Rain. Guns and Roses by Big Nick and Sabotage Again by Mr. B. So real quick before we wrap it up, you guys got some honorable mentions that were maybe uh, flittering in the uh, stratosphere. Yeah, Big Nick, you want to go first? You want me to? Yeah, so here's one that that has to be mentioned. And it, this was very difficult for me not to put this one in my top three. Jamiroquai Virtual Insanity. Yes! I did look at that I one. I watched that one like six times. It's one of the best videos ever, right? I was like, what's I he, mean, how are they doing that? How is he moving around on that crazy <laughs> And now it's back. And, right. and just so you know, I talked to my wife. I was like, can we get a room that has that? Just so I can just, do, just so I can dance around. <laughs> well, you need like a, you need like a, a turntable type floor and you need a conveyor belt as how well. Belt? I mean, yep. is, there a, is there a conversion kit? I mean, well, really, what you could do, you could get a treadmill, right? Get like set seven, it up, get seven treadmills and put them all together. Get a treadmill, just take take the handlebars off of it, <laughs> and you can like kind of dance around on the side and then go back and. That's what I would do. Yeah. That's what I'm doing that, now. That's one that, without even describing it, just go watch that video. He just dances around like an awesome Canadian person that he is. It will also make you want to buy a new hat. Yeah. And it's a super cool way that they just do the camera work in that one. Yes. What else you got, Nick? You got any other ones? That's it. Nothing That's else it? was Hollywood yeah. enough for me. <laughs> oh, Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood, Nick. All right. How what did do you-, you only come up with four videos? Nick? Yeah, no, sabotage. Look, your guys' videos were certainly worthy of anyone's top three. I loved I loved everyone's selections. I just went with the big, most expensive 
videos that I also dug the song. And, you know, the, the three videos I picked were way over the top. Like yeah. it was like these turkeys were showing up to film a movie or something. It's oh, not the Godfather. <laughs> it's a it's a freaking music video. I will Why say- is Axel dressed like a pirate for 10 minutes? So for ex- next episode, he's called Hollywood. Holly- Hollywood Nick. All right. Mark, hit me with your uh, honorable mentions. All right, so I got nine of them. I'm gonna no, I'm just kidding. You guys, <laughs> no, I literally do have nine on my list. So, like, how about just pick, like, pick, pick two, buddy? Pick it's two. It's like a game time decision. I'm just gonna roll through these super quick. I'm not gonna let you guys talk. Uh, about. I'm not gonna name all nine. Um, I've got, uh, I've got nine inch nails closer. That was a creepy video. If we had creepiest videos, that absolutely would be on there. That song is about loving your pets. Yes, sounds like love. <laughs> That's love in the flesh. Um, Green Day, Basket Case. I just remember watching that video as a kid in the insane asylum and be like, right. that's so cool. I think going back and watching when, it, though. When you were also in the insane asylum? Yeah, exactly. Um, and then in the in the vein of, um, uh, you know, movie-like, I'll go with uh, Pearl Jam, Jeremy. That was a pretty uh, strong Hey, so, the harmless little. So I'm going to throw up one out that you guys probably wouldn't even thought of. That again, think. Oh, oh epic, I love, I love the accusatory tone. Yes. Oh, it's a, I'm accusing both of you. Vogue by Madonna. Oh, of course I thought wow. I considered it. Strike a pose. Have you watched it recently? No, I don't want to. You will watch it, and I will okay. make you watch it. <laughs> and. Uh, so another one that was on my very close list was Buddy Holly by Weezer. Oh yes, yes. And, was, and they redid it with the whole uh, Happy family, Days, Happy Days, and even the Fonz was in there doing a dance. I thought that was awesome. And yep. last one, another Spike Jones Jones joint was um, Fat Boy Slim Praise You. Yes, and they oh, did, the they did like that. that one is so epic. Yes, like that one. I couldn't even go into it too much, but. If you guys are into cool videos, just look up Fat Boy Slim Praise You. You you will laugh and dance all at the same time. <laughs> if you enjoy seeing guys in a mall get reprimanded by security. Yeah. Right. Oh and, man. And, and Spike Jones is actually the guy dancing around and uh yeah. yeah so I I loved it. So. Let me can I can I I'm gonna I gotta throw one more on there. All right. Hang on, hang on. Right. Only if uh Hollywood Nick will let it go. I'll let it go, but I I'm, I'm, I want everybody to know that right now I'm busy taking the handlebars off of my treadmill, so <laughs> I I can I can listen a little longer. Go go you got you got twelve seconds. Big Nick's about to go watch Titanic. Um, <laughs> Rage, against, <laughs> Rage against the machine, bulls on parade, ninety six. G- very like visceral video. The way they mix the live footage with the the. The artisticness of that video. Great video. Great yes. video. Good pick. Oh, man. So, hey, gentlemen, awesome show. Um, I, I, I love the epic videos. And again, it, it was for me, it was one that I mean, I know Big Nick or Hollywood Nick had his just locked up. But I mean, Mark and I, we could have kept going. We had a million. And I had a million. You're supposed to pick three. You're supposed It's not how many can we come up with. No, but it was. You you tell the 90s to be less good, Nick, and then we'll pick less videos. I do want to point out none of your videos had any supermodels in them, and I'm very disappointed. And and a last one was uh, George Michael Freedom 1990. It had a lot of supermodels. Every every supermodel, and that was also on my short list, too, buddy. So, California Love, Tupac. Was there any supermodels in there? Yeah. All right, boys and girls, we are getting out of this treehouse before it gets into a fist fight. Hollywood Nick is uh, 
apparently taking handrails off uh, treadmills. So we will catch you around and see you later. Thanks for tuning in. See you guys. Peace out. Peace.